Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Aroma Press Podcast. We hope that you are doing well. Very quickly, a thank you to our newest patron over at Patreon, Ersi Murati, and to all of our other wonderful patrons who make this show possible. We greatly, greatly appreciate your support. We have an absolutely packed episode today. So, Andy and myself, we will start out with discussing, obviously, Italy's triumph in the Euro. And then later on, we will be joined by David Novo. David is the executive editor of the Portuguese outlet Record. And he and I, we talk about Mourinho. And he also gave some really, really, really interesting insight into the background of Tiago Pinto. So be sure to stick around for that okay andy clearly we know nothing about national team football we know zero I, we should probably never even talk about it again because we both express some doubts in regards to this italian national team and of course they go on to win the tournament um for me i have to be honest with you this this is pretty darn close to what An- antonio conte did with the, uh, the the team of 2016. I do think what he did might be slightly ahead because I don't think he had the level of talent that obviously Roberto Mancini has at his disposal. However, I have to tell you, to basically get some zero production from Ciro Immobile, to lose your, what was Spinazzola? Second or third best player, maybe even best of the yep. tournament. At that point, that best, yes. yeah. And then, okay, to... <sighs> lose at various points. He didn't have Verratti, who is still coming back from an injury. Jorginho gets hurt, okay? And how long did it take him to sort of maybe realize that Chiesa was this level of player? I have to tell you, he it really... And, and, and of course, uh, Giorgio Chiellini turning into... Is it, was that Benjamin Button stuff or what? That was... I, I don't yeah. even have the words to describe that. I, <laughs> I never envisioned him turning the clock back like that because again both he and Bonucci this past season they were dreadful didn't really play much of a role I never saw this coming I have to be honest with you never uh, yeah and and I think that the the great pleasure in this victory and and the fact that everybody's celebrating it you know with with such energy is exactly that it took everybody by surprise it, it was something that you know we I listen I'm I'm going to sit here I'm going to be like Stephen A Smith who praises the Dallas Cowboys when they do well. I'm going to I'm going to sit here and eat some crow because we both have to. Come on, man. Yeah, we I, both. Hold on. In, in fairness, though, in fairness, hold on. Um, listen, I wasn't excited by it because I didn't want to see some of the same recycled names that we saw during uh, Ventura's time. Okay, I think everybody would agree with that. But I think two things can be true at once. Yeah, I mean, Immobile was not that good. Or okay, rephrase. Immobile was terrible throughout <laughs> the majority of the tournament. Okay, and Insigne was okay. I didn't think he was great. I, I, I see a lot of people today maybe praising him a bit 
bit more just with the benefit of hindsight, but I don't think he performed that well. I, you know, I, I don't think it was outlandish for you and I to have some hesitation, which I, I know many others did too. Yeah, no, but it, the, the thing is that, um, as you said, there, there are, there are some names that we, we get tired of seeing, but the thing, the thing about this tournament, um, because a tournament like this shows and tells you things that no no matter how many friendlies you play no matter how many you know also that nation league stuff it's it's something that is still i don't i still have a hard time considering it a a competition maybe we'll get there but right now it wasn't so a lot of what i had seen from from this national team was was okay but it 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 wasn't as convincing as as this tournament in a tournament like this where the level is really really high and to see this team play what was like three games where they they played 120 minutes um Austria Spain and 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 England that's to see that team be able to go out into Wembley stadium after two minutes, concede a goal and then be able to get back into it and not only get back into it, but absolutely dominate till the very end and um, and win <laughs> with 60,000 uh, English fans booing you as you approach the, the you know, the, the, the penalty spot. That's that takes some balls. It takes a lot of spirit it also takes a lot of good tactics and game plan because at the end of it you are dominating but who did you have out there i mean yeah you had a front three of of berardi belotti bernardeschi you had in the midfield you had cristante in the midfield running things not to you know i'm not not bashing cristante actually i'm going to get to him later but it, it just shows you that this team was able to do something with you know, very little. And I do agree that what Conte did in, in 2016 with a team that, I mean, had some, compared to this, had some horrendous names, but winning at the end of the day is is something else, you know? And and Conte was able to bring that team as far as it could, um, but Mancini was able to go all the way. And and to to see guys like Bonucci and Chiellini easily have the best performance, I I think this was their best performance since like 2017, which was like the last year Juve absolutely dominated in every possible way under Allegri and had one of the best years any club could ever have in in their domestic league and just the way they 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 went about their business and. So they this this was a team that had some remarkable remarkable players, some mediocre ones, some good ones, and they were able to 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 play with with a team spirit and and go up against easily the favorites because uh, along with France it was England. I mean, I you know I, I wasn't as sh- like everybody seemed to 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 be shocked by by England being there. English fans were like, yeah, you know, it, it seemed like they were the underdogs. Uh, meanwhile, these guys have you know have players that have won all kinds of things and and you know price tags that go well and beyond <laughs> reason. Um, right. it, they have a bench that is very very deep. 
Meanwhile, Italy, when they wanted to change something, they had to choose between either Berardi, uh, Pessina, or Cristante. That gives you that gives you an idea of you know which team deserved it more in Italy. Definitely, you know, after all of after all the the, the crap we've said, um, this was it. You know, this 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 was a convincing tournament, a convincing performance. Uh, I still, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to treat this as something that, uh, you know, makes us think, oh, well, then ne- next stop, it's the World Cup and we can go out and win it. I, the, the whole thing about this tournament was that we want, Italy won it as underdogs and, 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 you know, kind of, kind of like, uh, Portugal did in, in 2016 where they came out of nowhere. Although I still think that, that, Portugal with with Cristiano Ronaldo is, is still superior to this team, but Italy didn't go and have a, an easy path to it. You know they played a, a quality Austrian side, um, and I I want to also uh, apologize to to all our fellow uh, Austrian patrons who who have pointed out that we've called numerous times Austrian players farmers, so they're definitely not farmers. <laughs> um, and then you had you you know then you had uh, Belgium. Belgium looked as dominant as as a team could look in the early stages to this competition. They went up against Italy. They couldn't do anything right. Um, And then Spain and finally England. So it's not like... You know they 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 played against uh, uh, smaller sides. They went against the favorites, against the big dogs, and and to go out and again in a, in in Wembley Stadium, surrounded by hostility, and and to be able to to go under and then get back into it and dictate the terms and and press. To, to the point that Harry Kane was was looked more like a defender than an attacker. Uh, wonderful, you know. That's and so all you know. All praise has to go to to Mancini, to the staff, to the staff, because that's also you know that you, you a coach is great, but then there is also that that whole staff of people that make it possible that that create a group. Because at the end of the day, when Italy has succeeded. They were always a group, and so no matter how many missing pieces, you know, there were. If you know, if Italy practically played without a striker, they, they you know, they had injuries, they had players missing considerable amount of time, they had Chiesa go out injured, and uh, Jorginho play through an injury. You just, you know, you just tip your hat to that because um, that's 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 something that wasn't you know shouldn't be taken for granted and i don't think it, it will be because the the whole point of this victory and everybody celebrating is that it came out of as a surprise and 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 that's great to see yeah absolutely and i i tweeted this out but i'll just repeat it here i think the most important thing that comes from this tournament uh, for the italian national team it's the most ideal scenario in my opinion because there's still, you mentioned the striker position. I still think they need to find something that resembles a modern fullback whose name isn't Spinazzola. There are still so many areas that they can improve when you have so many areas that you can improve and yet you still win trophies. I mean, there's nothing better. That's that that that's nirvana. That is what everybody aspires for. You still clear ways where you can get better, yet you're still winning things. Yeah. And 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 this is you know, it, it's 
once again, it, it, this was a team that played with a chip on their sh- on their shoulders. You know, they the last time they went out of a competition, they couldn't even qualify for the World Cup. They, that was the lowest moment uh, of 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 the national team. That that was as low as it could get for for Italy, and to be able to turn things around, and, and in a matter of of three years, be able to 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 get back on top, and 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 dominate and dominate and play good football because that's what they did. You know, they um, despite not being able to figure out, hey, what you know, what to do with with somebody like Insigne, who I still think that. Had had a, a pretty disappointing uh, tournament for you so know for I. all for all his potential that was you know as as mediocre as a tournament as he could have and a lot of question marks regarding Di Lorenzo Emerson oh. still to find to find a way uh, and uh, to to be able to play nice convincing good football with with so many missing pieces and question marks is is really really admirable to turn this around to turn this this ship around and basically rebuild a foundation for a good team with with you know uh, good relationships between them um you could you can see they they care about each other they're they're not indifferent to 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 each other they support each other through you know through good and bad um mo- that was most evident during the penalties that's always nice to see you know the the support the you know when when Belotti misses, that's okay. You know that's okay. Bernardeschi's got it, and 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 some players like Bernardeschi, you know, out of nowhere stepping up when it matters most. Maybe not in, maybe not in, in on the on the pitch itself during the match, but but when 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 the penalties are on and you don't know who's gonna be up for it, uh, to to be able to come through with that is 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 a great thing, and and. That's you know the, the, that's the whole pleasure of seeing a, a, a national team. Most of, most of the time, when 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 national team don't it, teams don't click, there isn't that excitement. The excitement comes from seeing a national team that enjoys playing football with each other, that enjoys taking part in that tournament, that doesn't take things for granted. Because till the very end, Italy believed themselves, knowing that they were underdogs. They knew that that they were going up against teams that maybe had better names, maybe made more money, maybe they were playing at somebody else's house full packed, but but they still took that into consideration and used it to be better, to play better and and uh really yesterday was a great atmosphere and and to win like that, it would have been terrible to lose like that, but when you can win like that, you know, at the last second, it's it's just it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And it, as you just said, ugh, listen. Anytime it comes down to penalties, you can make the argument that it is all luck. But I just don't know how anybody could make the argument that with the talent that Southgate had at his disposal, I have to tell you. I was shocked at how negatively they played after the first half an hour. I mean, it seemed like they were going to beat the brakes off Italy. I mean, after that goal, I thought to myself, oh, this could get ugly. Yeah. I'm sure I'm not yeah, the yeah, only yeah, one yeah. who thought that. I, yeah, I know, had flashbacks. 2012 flashbacks, yeah. Mm, yeah, see, I, I I thought to myself, okay, this could get very ugly very quickly if if they continue to play like this. 
Um, I have to tell you, I am, uh, listen, I've never been the biggest uh, Roberto Mancini fan, to be honest with you. Uh, I think he's been one of those managers who has always had uh, a lot of talent at his disposal. And perhaps he really hasn't had to bring out any sort of managerial prowess simply by way of having guys like, I mean, just go down the line, Ibrahimovic, all those guys he had at Manchester City. There's so many names, right? Um, my opinion of him after this, I, I won't say has completely changed because, again, I, I do think he was a good coach. I just never viewed him as among the the, the top but I have to tell you now, I look at him in a much different light, um, particularly when you consider, I mean, I talk about some of these recycled names that uh, he used from the Ventura era. I mean, when you compare what he pulled out of his team versus what Ventura did not pull out of his team, I, I have to tell you, I have my my uh, my respect for him has shot up immensely. I thought he was superb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Ventura, it seemed like, used the the team's deficiencies against them. And right. If you if you watch that team under Ventura, they were playing leading up to that game against Sweden that everybody points to as as you know as, as being the lowest point of Italian national team. I mean, if you look at some of the and the opponents they played Macedonia. Uh, you know the what was San Marino? I, I believe plenty of 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 teams where you could see they were still struggling against those sides because because that team just couldn't play like a team. They right. they were individuals. Then when you know, I remember the the where games where Immobile and Belotti would play together, and oh, you know. <laughs> You know they would bump into oh, each other. It looked like it looked like you know Buddy Hill comedy. I mean, it was just so <laughs> you know it just so so pathetic. And you you watch this national team right now, and there aren't that many differences. I mean, you still have you know Belotti out there. You still have likes of Verratti and 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 Barella now coming through and uh, Insigne, but. With their deficiencies, they still managed to find a way to to make other guys shine, like Pessina, like Chiesa, like Spinazzola. Uh, you you know you, you it, it's oh this guy this guy's having a bad game. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there and have a good game myself. You know it's it's that kind of mentality. It's it seems like everybody's willing to step up and. Wasn't that kind of the the theme of the two thousand six World Cup? Right. That you know that if you if you look at the number of scores in, in of that team, uh, the number of of players willing to to do things outside of their comfort zone and 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 compensate. Oh, Materazzi is having a good game. Well, I'm Cannavaro is going to have the greatest game of the decade for a center back. Oh, if right. you know, Totti hasn't. Hasn't played in 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 what in six seven months? Oh, he's gonna go yeah, out there and being and, held together by glue, okay? By glue and wires and this shit, okay? That's fine. And and uh, it, this is this is what I saw yesterday was sort of like the defining performance of a team that sort of went against all odds and and did something really 
really remarkable. I don't know if 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 this will be considered as remarkable on on on, on the world stage. If 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 other neutral fans or you know uh, non Italian fans will look at this um, win and victory and 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 think, oh, what this is remarkable. But this is really remarkable to to be able to to go out like that against against this kind of competition and and face it and and dictate the terms that then lead you to victory is is something that teams that that then go into the history books do and and this this really in a in in such a hostile environment it was just beautiful the the image of the of the of of william and 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 the and the princess or or whatever with the kid <laughs> looking down and 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 uh, almost on the verge Iconic. of tears and and david beckham hiding behind uh, uh, the screen to his phone spice, yeah it just just that that's that's lovely stuff you know and and that's that's not something that you get so often um don't take it for granted because the world this is one thing the world cup is nothing but right now this is it you know this is this is well deserved but in, let's enjoy the moment. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Absolutely. And many, many of our patrons are from uh, England and the UK. So first off, commiserations to them. Um, it, wa- it was an interesting match. I, I still can't. Again, that fear, that, that fear that we get sometimes watching Roma, where you just know where, oh, this, this could get bad. This could get very bad if we don't watch it. That crept in after the first uh, ten minutes. Uh, I, I'm still astonished at the approach that Southgate took after the first half an hour uh, with that attacking talent in your team to play that way. I mean, it should be uh, it should be criminal the way he opted to deploy his team. In my opinion, I, I it was so negative. I, I just can't yeah. believe he did that um, because I as you correctly pointed out i mean mancini would kill for some of these guys that uh didn't even make like his match day squad sometimes but mm-hmm. sancho in their first match day uh their first group game he wasn't even in the squad right yeah yeah and you had I mean, you, you, you have uh graylish value that 120 million uh play you know play like he's he's just there to enjoy himself and if some of these guys that then uh, Southgate decided to use just for penalties and and that doesn't pay off oh, not at all bold. and it's but but it, it's true though that this this England team really you look at the talent and you say to yourself how how could they not win this you know with in Italian you say con la pipa in bocca with the pipe no. in your mouth you know this <laughs> comfortable with the slippers on uh you know it, this was that kind of that kind of game like they should have like with that talent they should have cruised through this whole tournament like they did against Ukraine because it, that's the that's the kind of difference they have but at the end of the day tactics come into play K- 
character comes into play. I mean, to have one a night where Bonucci and Kilini play like that, I I I believe any team that has those two playing like that at that moment will win any game. You know, uh, because that's that's all that's all it comes down to is is the personality, is these players stepping up, embracing the challenge. Um, you know, not shying away from the moment, and and then again, I wanna I wanna make give a shout out to my man Cristante because because the really to that was a a, a, a super sub and, and and while the in the in the game against Spain, Mancini got it wrong and and the team suffered a bit of it because when he put on Pessina and Toloi and and sort of the team held back. And, and felt a bit suffocated. This time he read it well. He he saw that the the, the team needed you know even a, a, an extra gear to push it a bit more forward to to regain some composure. That's what he did. And and from then on, uh, we we you know with 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 Cristante adding a bit of of composure and and helping out in the midfield and really pushing the England team to their own half and and then just dominating in possession. That's it. It was a great substitution. I I loved seeing Cristante play so calmly because it's you know this is a final. This is a Euro final. You're a substitute. It, it's it, it must be very difficult to find yourself in a position where you you get into the groove of things and and help your your team go out and win. And 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 he did it. It was a, it was a great substitution. Um, I hope that Mourinho was was really watching it closely because yes. that's that's what Mira, Cristante I think has learned over the past year is that um, he's learned to adapt to a point where you can pretty much put him at any time in a game and and he will not look as shaky as he did in his first year um, or as goofy as he looked in his first year. This, now now we get a player that. I mean, has seen all kinds of shit. Has been put literally anywhere in, in, on the pitch. That it doesn't matter whether you know it's the first game in the group stages or if it's the sixty-fifth minute in a Euro final. He's he's gonna go out there and and do his job. And uh, he he put in work. And and Italy looked so much better than England because they looked like a team that really believes it, even when they were one down. Uh, right off the bat, I don't know what Mancini told them. Uh, that that must have been the greatest pep talk ever given, um, because they just came out swinging differently, and they knew they could do some damage. While England were sort of eh, satisfied that they were one nil up and, and and hoping to to see it through. And then when it when it go, when Italy drew, they they were literally I could I could see Southgate praying for the penalties because that's. That you, he had to be doing that. If if he puts on Jaden Sancho and 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 Rashford just for the penalties, then that means that he really was hoping for penalties, and that's that's never the right approach to take. I I was glad to see that. I was glad to see that Italy did not have that approach. Italy wanted to win that game no matter what in 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 the, in the normal playing time. Um, once that did not go uh, according to plan, then. To see that team, you know, walk up and and deal with those penalties and and comfort each other and be there and and still a guy like you know like like Bonucci walking up and 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 um, putting it into the back of the net 
and then Bernardeschi. I mean, it's still, I, I, I still have to wrap my head around the fact that Bernardeschi was one of the best penalty takers for this team, even against Spain. He had a brilliant penalty. So it's um really the surprise of the tournament. I, I, I doubted them. I, I sat here and I said it would be an achievement for them if they reach the quarterfinals. Um, and and uh, you said semifinal, I said quarterfinal. Um, but this this was a total surprise, and, and that's why that's why this this win matters so much. Yeah, and, and listen, you brought up Cristante. I kind of hate when, so I, I I guess I'm guilty of this myself too. When I said at the top of this, if you would have looked at maybe some of the guys who are on the pitch, you said, you said it too, you know, like Bernardeschi, uh, putting him along, you know, Cristante too, who, you know, Berardi, Berardi. Yeah, yeah, even Di Lorenzo, a guy who, listen, I didn't think he was great at Napoli. Um I would have probably had some apprehension as to how badly Italy were losing at the moment if I saw that on paper. Before we go, though, I, I, this guy, you know, and I'm guilty of it, too. OK, I'm pretty sure I did um, like a cartoon with his head on it with uh, what's the music called? It's like of the trumpet. I Yeah, like the Buddy Hill thing that yeah, you mentioned. Yeah, yeah, the Buddy Hill. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he he is kind of an easy guy to make fun of for or have, you know, have a go at because he's not really great Andy at one thing. You know, he, mm-hmm. yeah. he he's just um he's so steady. I almost feel like his ability is not being that great in one thing. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As stupid yeah. as that may sound, he is so balanced, he's level-headed. You know, I don't know if I'm sure you did, but I, I don't know if anybody else caught what Spinazzola said about Cristante after him going down. You've read about what he said about him being right there for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just kind of like he was basically speaking to what kind of guy or speaking to the character of Cristante. And I feel like that is something that is an intangible that, of course, does not show up on. Uh, football reference or all of these deep statistical websites that now exist and still you know just watching the perception of him from supporters who clearly didn't watch Roma too consistently being like oh you know why the heck were they bringing him on what he's done nothing for years and I'm just thinking to myself you you just haven't been paying attention then if that's what you think Mm -hmm. because I again I feel like the things he brings are almost beyond any sort of statistical measurement. Like you, you just can't, there's no data point to reflect what he does. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and I think that Mancini learned, learned that about him because uh, at the end of the day, Hey, he could have played Locatelli. Um, yes, he he could yes. have put him as a substitute. He could have put Pessina. Castrovilli. I mean, did he even play? I mean, no. Castrovilli, Castrovilli was was uh, was in the stands, I believe. Yeah, they, right. along with Raspadori. But still, the Cause, uh, yeah, because they called him up in place of Pellegrini. Um, yeah, and but the, I, the I'm saying, like, if you were to put these two guys side by side, everybody's taking Castrovilli. Of course. It's, yeah, and 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 that's what that's what Mancini did for for a while, and and even against Spain, that's that's what he chose. He chose to go with with Pessina and Locatelli, but then he, 
in in this final, uh, somehow he decided that hey, listen, I'm gonna, I I need a, a steady hand in the midfield. I need somebody who's you know Jorginho is playing through an injury. I see them getting a bit tired out there, and he's putting on Cristante um, because the man is is really you know is is a hard worker and he's not one of those guys that you put on and then it's sort of invisible and eh, kind of, you know, walking around, scratching his head, not knowing what to do. No, he gets into the groove of things. He, he fights. He, he may look goofy. He may, you know, uh, make not a flashy too. You no, know? I he's mean, not. He's no, not, no, no. Listen, you're not going to go on YouTube and find half a dozen comps on this guy. No, they just, I don't know what you would use. <laughs> and, but, you know, that's... Uh, but listen, I almost think that's the beauty in his ability. Yeah, it is. It's, it, it's, it's just so It's just so down-to-earth, effective, and balanced. Exactly. Just... And and that's why, listen, that's that's why I, I still say that he was probably our our best center back this season for Roma because that's that's what he did. Um, he wasn't flashy. He, he just... If the team needed him, he did his job, and and again to 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 get into the groove of things at the 65th minute in a Euro Cup final, um, when you're when when the team is down because that the team was still down when he came on. Correct, right. To be able to and 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 really get into it and help the team move forward, get that goal, and then completely push the English squad with all its talent, with all its big names, with all its offensive. Uh, quality uh, to their own half and just keep them there. Uh, it's again, it, it speaks to the spirit of the players. It speaks to the the, the spirit of, of of the staff and the coach and how this na- national team really played like a, a a club. You know, like 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 these guys played like they knew each other for for ages like they played with each other every every week so um again that's that's what what's most commendable for me about this thing is that uh this is this is a team that was taken from the hands of a guy that went on to coach Salernitana um and I I think then he got sacked because Lotito called him a pig or something um yeah. pretty I, that that's how that's how it went um this 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 national team was taken from that man in in over a course of three years after missing out on World Cup, they're sitting on top of Europe. So that's you know, congratulations. Yeah, absolutely. Full compliments to them and again to all of our uh, English friends. Uh, we've been there before. It's okay. You'll get over it. Trust me. Um, okay. Well, the Euro is over. So now it's full heads to Roma preseason, of course, transfer market. Uh, I think we will be seeing a Rui Patricio sighting within the next 48 hours. So that will be fun. And with that in mind, that is actually the perfect segue to our guest, David Novo. David is the executive editor of, again, Portuguese outlet Record. You can find him on Twitter at d-a-v-i-d-n-o-v-o and then the number one he's a fantastic resource for all things portuguese football he and i have been chatting over the past few months since Mourinho arrived so i was very excited to have him on here for the very first time so let me bring david on now david how are you my friend Hello, John. How are you? Fine. And you? I, I, I'm doing good. 
So you and I, uh, it seems like we have been speaking for quite a few months now, ever since Mourinho uh, joined Roma. Uh, we learn about this in early May. How surprised were you that he uh, decided to join Roma? And uh, beyond that, I assume for you, uh, when you look at his most recent clubs especially, uh, this probably is his biggest uh, his biggest undertaking since his time in Portugal. Is that is that is that something fair to say? Uh, well, um, first of all, first of all, uh, pleasure to be here to, to speak with you about about Roma, about um, Jose Mourinho. Um, first of all, it was a surprise um, to see him. At, I think it was a surprise for everybody because it was kept in secret until uh, the official announcement that uh, that Mourinho was going to to, to Roma and and and, and uh, for example I remember I, I spoke to, to some some people close to Mourinho and then I, when I say close I say really close and they told me that they only knew about Roma and Mourinho two uh, three days before the official announcement so it was um, something really, uh, really uh, secret. Uh, nobody was expecting that. You, you remember that um, the, the, there was uh, some news um, regarding uh, Maurizio Sarri and other coaches, but never Mourinho. Um, so, uh, first of all, of course, the surprise to see him uh, in, in Roma. I remember they, they, they announced that Paul Fonseca was leaving and in the next day, the announcement that uh, Mourinho was uh, was the new coach. So, of course, a lot of surprise. Um, and at the same time, to answer your your second question, um, it's um, it's a different challenge, in my opinion. I think it's a challenge similar to Tottenham, in the sense that Roma is also a club that doesn't win titles for a while and wants to win, of course. Um, it's um, it, it seems, and, and, and Mourinho spoke about that yesterday, I think, um, about the Roma being a long-term project uh, so that um, he can build a club to win tomorrow and not to win today. And um, the last clubs, besides uh, Tottenham, where Mourinho uh, coached, you see that... There were the it was uh, the, the clubs were those that wanted to win um, immediately with Porto, with Chelsea, Inter, Real Madrid, um, Manchester United. Um, he, 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 it was uh, it happened, of course, and he, the idea is to win um, at the moment. And with with Roma, um, the, the project seems. Um, well, to start for the three years of the contract, and uh, let's see what happens. Um, but um, of course, it's it's a challenge in a way that um, I think that expectations are really high uh, with uh, Mourinho, higher than ever. Um, and I believe I don't know that, and and you can help me with that. But I truly believe that now uh, Roma fans. Uh, think that it's more possible to win something with Mourinho than it was in the past because of everything that Mourinho represents, uh, the titles that 
that he he won the experience that he has and the the person and the coach that that uh, the figure that he that he is so um i'm really really um looking forward to see what Mourinho can can do um in in roma uh, in the next season of course and the the the, the following seasons uh, I, I would also ask this to you on top of that question. I think in, in um, yesterday he discussed this in his his, his first press conference. Uh, the 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 welcome, the greeting he received from the supporters of Roma. Uh, from my perspective and in my opinion, I don't think that he would have gotten such a reception had he gone to another club in the Premier League. Do you think maybe something like this maybe came into his mind that maybe it was time for him to leave England, uh, to leave the Premier League? Yeah, I think that it makes sense about what you said. Of course, when, when you, you see Mourinho in the, the Premier League and you have uh, one idea from what Mourinho done in Chelsea, uh, the, especially the first uh, time that he was there winning two Premier Leagues, also, the second time that he was there, uh, winning another Premier League. I think that um, it's a side of Mourinho in the Premier League that fans, especially Chelsea fans, but people in general, general I think, um, have an, an idea about Mourinho. And then the, the spell in United, I believe, of course, I think that people sometimes, and I think he mentioned that yesterday in the press conference, um, he, I think he's right when he says that the first season was good and really good at Manchester United uh, when they won the Europa League and the, the Cups and the second place. Uh, it's true. Um, uh, after him, uh, I think that United haven't won anything. So uh, it, it means that, uh, um, of course, he didn't win the Premier League with United, but I think at, at the first season was really good for for from uh, for him. Then the next one's not so good, and then Tottenham, with that that thing that I, I, of course it's it's also not um, an easy topic. But he reached the final, the 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 Carling Cup um, final, the League Cup final, and uh, he didn't play the the final. I think that 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 the way that he he left Tottenham, it's a little bit strange. Uh, in a sense that, uh, well, at least to play the final and Tottenham doesn't doesn't win titles for a while also, so it's not easy to win at Tottenham, uh, and he, he could have done it. But that second spell in Premier League with United and Tottenham, maybe, I don't know, but maybe, uh, might people um, think a little bit uh, different about, about Mourinho. And, and if you see... I think that the, the Premier League was uh, the doors were closed to him because Chelsea, uh, he was there two times. Uh, it's, I think it's well, you cannot say impossible in football, but I think it's almost impossible to return to Chelsea. I think it's impossible to return to United. Uh, Manchester City has Pep Guardiola, Liverpool has Jurgen Klopp, uh, Arsenal is well with Mikel Arteta. So I think that the doors in the Premier League were a little bit closed, you know. Spain uh, with um, with Real Madrid having a coach, Barcelona also, Athletic Madrid with a long term long term project with uh, with um, 
um, Atlético Madrid. And then we have Serie A. And what you said, it makes sense. Um, I, I don't know what, what is the perception in, in Italy, but I, th I think for international fans, for Inter fans, I think that he's among the, the greatest of, of the history of the club for what he has done, the, the Champions League and the, the titles. And maybe he felt that uh, he needed to return to a country where he has um, a good image, he has uh, um, good feedback from, from the fans. I don't know if he has that from all uh, the fans of all clubs, uh, but I think that at least he, he may have the respect of, of, um, of uh, fans of Milan, um, Juventus, for example, uh, I don't know, but I believe that I think I think that people should have respect for what he has done, and um, and like I said, R Roma seems um, that he well, how can I sp explain this? Uh, I think that Roma sees him like uh, a savior, a, a, um, a man that well that that can give that that stability that experience that the club needs and the fans also see that and the way they 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 receive him the 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 the, the way they they made him i think that i think that maybe he felt like um the Mourinho of the old times the Mourinho that won almost every game the Mourinho that won almost every trophy to feel cherished by the by by the fans um, and 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 of course we don't know what's going to happen. But like you said to me, it's the perfect match. When when we talked in May, you remember when when I asked you to to give me some insight of what uh, Mourinho, the appointment of Mourinho meant to, uh, to Roma, and you said to me that it's the perfect match, and it makes sense. It, I think it's the perfect match, in a sense that. Mourinho, the, the Mourinho from, from, from nowadays, the, this Mourinho and this Roma, I think that they need each other. Uh, Mourinho needs a club uh, to build something. Uh, three years, four years, we don't know, but not that pressure you have to win now or you, we are going to fire you. Um, and Roma needs a coach with experience, with the... Um, that knows how to win, that knows that already uh, also lost, but learn with the mistakes. I think, I think it truly is the per the perfect match. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I, yes, I, I absolutely agree with you. It is, so there is that standpoint from my perspective. And then I also think of the uh, on-the-pitch perspective of, you know, maybe his way and his idea of football does work better in the city. Ah, I think this is something maybe that he has come under criticism for uh, lately. I don't think we saw it so much at Inter 
or for, for, for instance, this guy won everything. Do you think maybe this uh, this idea that he plays a negative football, perhaps in the Serie A, this negative football can win you some things? I, I have to at least believe partly that he considered this, that, you know, in the Serie A, I can play this this style of football uh, wins and here in, in in Italy he won't he won't receive the criticism that he received at Manchester United deploying such tactics uh, and here it's almost embraced I would say yes um, it's a point of view it's an interesting uh, point of view um, well I, I grew up watching watching Mourinho winning almost every game almost every title. Um, his his teams, of course, known by being really really good defensively, um, not suffering many goals. Um, I think that there is maybe this perception that he he plays some negative football in a sense that he he plays some defensive football and his teams are not spectacular to see with that football that everybody enjoys. I remember that in when he was at United that people said that United was a little bit boring and because in the other side of the city you had City with Pep Guardiola playing a completely different style of football but it's his style I I um I think I think it's unfair to say that Mourinho teams only know how to defend but uh, in certain points of his career, of his career, maybe some teams didn't play that that football that was um, the most amazing football of, of the world. It's true. Um, of course, Serie A has changed. Football has changed in the last ten years. He, he left uh, Italy, two thousand and eleven, I think. Of course, things are 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 different. Everybody speaks about the, the fact that Italy is a really tactical championship, that teams know uh, how to defend. Um, and maybe, maybe he believes that uh, with, with a team that knows how to defend. Um, I'm going to give you an example, uh, not regarding Mourinho, but regarding Paulo Fonseca, just, just to have some, some different point of view. And I think you, you will understand. Last year I spoke. Uh, last year, no. When when Paulo Fonseca went to um, to Roma, and you know that Paulo Fonseca he's known by the Fonseca style, that type of football with passing style um, that that he 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 that Europe loved when he was in Shakhtar, and he played against Manchester City in the Champions League, and everybody was speaking about Fonseca style, uh, scoring goals after. 25 passes uh, between the players and and I remember that I spoke with Paulo Fonseca and he said to me of course he wanted to play that football but in Serie A you have to defend but because um, most of the times the team that won that wins the championship is the team that suffers less goals than uh, than the others okay you can score a lot of goals but in spite of that uh, normally, the team that that wins the title um, knows how to defend, and uh, I think it's it's sometimes it's difficult to have this balance, you know, to 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 score a lot of goals and not to suffer a lot of goals. I think it's well, it's possible, but it's you need to have a balanced team. Um, let's see what happens. I believe that, uh, and I'm curious to see 
um, because um, we saw Mourinho uh, going to the Premier League. He left the Premier League. He went to Italy, Spain, and then he went back to the Premier League. And now it's the first time, well, the second time that he uh, returns to to a, to a country. So I'm really, really curious curious to see um, how he's, he changed and um, how he's going to adapt to a Serie A that, of course, has some differences between the the, the Serie A uh, from 10 years. And, and they, I, I think that... Another point that we need to add to, 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 to this discussion is, I think that one thing is to coach uh, Inter Internazionale in the Serie A. Another thing is to coach uh, Roma. I think that the pressure may be different. I don't know. You can help me with that. But I think that with Inter, you have that, uh, that pressure. You have to win the Serie A. You have to win titles. You have to, to go to, 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 to finals. Of course, the pressure from from Roma fans must be the same, but at the end of the day, um, if if Roma doesn't win the championship, well, uh, it's different to to be in Milan or Internazionale or Juventus and not to win the championship. I think so. Uh, really curious to see what Mourinho can can do in the in Italy. We weren't going to talk about this, but since you brought him up, uh, Paolo Fonseca, I have said for months now that uh, the situation that he had to deal with at Roma was unexpected, maybe to a small degree, very unfair. And I think the situation for him was very, very difficult. Now, I do think, as you said, there are some things that he got wrong, and he even himself has admitted this. I, I, I am curious to hear what you think on this because I do think that Paolo Fonseca is a good manager and I do think he's going to be a very successful one. I just think the the, the, the timing of his appointment at Roma was just bad luck. Yes, I, I agree with you. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of, of Paolo Fonseca. Um, I, I, I really like the, the, the football that he, that he wants uh, his teams um, to play, of course, uh, not always possible, um, and of course, I think that uh, people need to, to 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 understand the context. One thing is to play uh, with Shakhtar in Ukraine, where you are the team that that wins every matches, and you need to be champion. Um, another thing is to play in Serie A with uh, with Roma. Uh, it might have been. It, some some things where he, he he needed to adapt more, but of course you you only you can only do that by by experiencing the situation, and to 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 do some things wrong and to learn with your mistakes. Um, the thing that you mentioned, um, my perspective from from outside, but speaking with people, and I I, I follow really closely the the Paulo Paulo in in Roma. I made two interviews uh, to him um, where he was when during his time in Roma. I speak with people close to him, and I, I truly believe, and my perception is that um, I think that what you mentioned it's it's true. Um, different owners, um, lack of stability of the of of the club, 
uh, in terms of market, market, of course, not not easy because there was a lot of money to spend on on, on players. Uh, some injuries during certain periods of of the season um, that made him um, with the team not so strong uh, as we as he he might wanted. Um, so in general, of course. Of course, yes, yes. He also is responsible for for what happened, but um, I don't I don't know because I th- the idea that I have from from Roma is that with the in the last since since the the last title, I think that Roma had uh, what ten coaches? Yeah, uh, maybe probably with, not uh, better than I thought. I, th- I think that I, I can't I counted uh, with since the last title 2008 I believe the 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 Coppa Italia I believe and the, I think that well I don't know the, the correct number but I think that a lot of coaches uh, have been in Roma uh, different presidents a different um, uh, for example Monchi also uh, went to Rome and left so the structure also uh, had some changes, and 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 of course, I think it's um, it's difficult to 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 a coach to to arrive and to to have um, success uh, immediately. I don't know what the Roma fans were expecting with Paul Fonseca. I don't know if they were expecting to win Serie A with him. I really don't know. But if if it, it was if uh, if um, winning the Serie A with Roma. Um, uh, is easier. I think that well, some coaches in the past would have done it, and they didn't. So, um, I, I, I truly, I, I and I and I agree with you. I think he's a terrific manager. I think that he's going to coach at top level again. Um, we see, we saw that he almost joined Tottenham. Um, he he has um, some some well I th- I know that he he are all, always had some um, some interest uh, clubs interested in him in the, the Premier League uh, I think also in the Serie A after after the uh, yeah Fiorentina there were some rumors regarding uh, Napoli uh, Napoli for example tried to sign him uh, before he uh, some years ago. I think that when uh, when Mauricio Sarri left to Chelsea, if I'm not wrong, I think that there was uh, an approach to to Paulo, uh, but Paulo felt and 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 I can tell you this because he told me that in an interview that I made to him some years ago, uh, two years ago I believe, that uh, he refused to go to Napoli because he felt that to replace Mauricio Sarri. Um, and Mauricio Sarri is one of his uh, idols in terms of coaches. He felt that uh, to, 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 to replace Sarri would be a huge pressure for him, and, and he refused. Um, but um, huge fan of him, huge fan of, of the football that, that he defends, that he likes to play, the Fonseca style. Uh, and uh, I truly believe that in spite of what happened in, in Roma, I think that you can... You can say that he have he has done a, uh, the possible job, the the a normal job in Roma. Of course, it could be better, uh, but I think that 
that he's not it's not going to affect um his quality his competence and uh, the possibility of of joining another uh, good team in the in the top league one of the um, the big five now i have to ask you because i completely forgot to ask about tiago pinto okay what um what a mysterious guy he is so yeah. uh does not talk much i'm sure you can uh, confirm that very quiet yes. uh, i mean i talked to i've talked to half a dozen agents who all told me the same thing probably maybe shy is the right word to use i think that maybe low profile no yeah 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 probably the best word to use from what we know these owners at roma it's, it's still forget it's still only one year that they've been at the club but they are the same way uh, getting people to talk uh, even privately off the record is seems impossible pinto over the last maybe month or so when the club finally gave him an italian mobile for the first time uh, even on that one when we when we tried to talk to him he doesn't say much he's a very interesting guy Guy, but I have to tell you, uh, learning about him before he arrived, it was difficult because it seemed to be that maybe he was a bit in the shadow behind a certain former legend uh, at Benfica. Uh, it, it was difficult to understand what this guy does or did with the club. But how do you view Tiago Vinto? Is, is he well regarded? Again, it was very difficult to learn uh, much about him. Yeah, not easy. I remember that, that uh, when he was appointed and also... Uh, a subject that was done uh, also a lot of secrets at the time i remember because in portugal uh, no one knew um until the day that he was announced in in roma so also something uh, really secret I, I believe that low profile is the best way to 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 describe him and and in this in his job as a journalist you, you know better than like i do that there are different types of of profile you have that that agent that sporting director that likes to speak that that gives some information off the record that gives you some some tips and then you go go after that and you can find something and there are another that well they they don't they don't help a lot they 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 try to hide everything like like part of the strategy and i speak with well, several sporting directors, several agents, and I, well, I have to deal with with that. You too, of course. It's it's difficult when you 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 are covering a club, and you try to to have to have some information, but I think it's it's a way to 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 work, and it's in in uh, of course it's not good for us, but I think that the the the, the secret is something important in the business, in terms of buying players and trying not to 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 spend more money because when the news goes out and the player costs 5 million but then he the 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 the, the thing is public and the, the club is already asking for more uh, more money just because the, the news broke and there are several clubs uh, chasing the same player well and regarding Thiago Pinto it's 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 um it's difficult to explain um briefly but i have time so i can try to give you some some insight that tiago tiago began in benfica um he, he's a well a huge benfica fan and he he started in benfica going to the um, 
how can I say the meetings of the, of the board with the fans, you know, like, I don't know how can I say it in English, but when the, 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 that those meetings that where the fans can speak with the meeting and to, to see, to, to say what the thing, things that are doing well and that's not so good. And the thing is with Tiago is that um, in several meetings, he was really, uh, I will not say opposite, opposition but he, he went to the meetings to those meetings and he talked what what he thought that was wrong on in the club not only in football um, but uh, another sports uh, basketball for example and um, people at Benfica at the time um, saw that he was um, giving ideas just not criticizing just to criticize you know um proposing uh, and giving some some insights and things that that he as a benfica fan would like to see in the club and then they invited him to the club okay i think that he has also um, a formation in terms of management i, I don't know his uh, his uh, background in terms of studies you know but we, we saw him first in, in, in Benfica uh, with, not with football. I think that he began with the, with, with the other sports of, of Benfica, basketball, uh, futsal. Um, and then uh, he grew up inside Benfica and uh, started to work um, with the professional football alongside with, with Rui Costa that, of course, might have been for him um, a good teacher in the sense that has a more experience as uh, the experience of someone that was well Rui Costa is a legend a legend of the of Benfica of the Portuguese football and as a player and then has a, a, a director of course I believe that when 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 uh, a, a, tea, a, a a club is having a meeting with with Rui Costa to to um, to make the transfer I think that the respect that you might may have for a name like Ricardo that of course must open doors in the market with clubs and Thiago uh, worked alongside Rui with Rui uh, for for some years learned with him but of course the 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 it was a surprise uh, to see him uh, giving this um, this step but every everyone that I, that I speak with, regarding Thiago gives me the best uh, opinion about him and and you and you 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 may know that and I think that I spoke uh, that with you at the time that the, the process of hiring a sporting director was something that Roma did with with that company uh, Retexo Intelligence from the United States I, I I made an interview to the to the man that that participated on the Casting, you can say the casting. Yes, yes, Charles um, Gold. Yes, uh, Charles Gold. Uh, that's right. Yeah, and, uh, it's of course, interesting to see because now uh, they hire, uh, they 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 brought in all. I'm sure you saw all new scouts. Yes, one one of his Jose Fonts that was in Leicester City. Yes, exactly, exactly. Portuguese. Yeah. Yes, but for you though, even though it may have been a surprise, was he still ready and prepared in your mind to do the here we call it the salto di qualità to take that next big step forward? Did he seem like a candidate who was ready to do that? Was he a, a name that logically you just assumed that he was ready to do maybe?
maybe this next step? Yes, well, it's 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 hard to, to say if he was ready or not. Uh, I think that people think thought that, um, for example, well, Benfica is having some some situations here in Portugal, as you may know, with the, the president uh, Luis Felipe Vieira that uh, was uh, arrested by police. So things are a little bit strange here, but. Before that, the, the idea that people had is that when Luis Felipe Vieira uh, left Benfica, the idea is to have Rui Costa as a president and maybe Tiago Pinto could, um, could be the sporting director, the number one, and not work in the shadow, like you said, of Rui Costa, but to work as the, the, the face of, of Benfica in the transfer market. Um, well... What I spoke with with Charles Gold, and in spite of uh, he, he, well, he he doesn't give yes, a lot yeah, of details. Yes, but too too many legal documents. He can't. He can't. Yeah, anything. yeah. Too too many uh, secret things. Uh, but the idea that I have is that it's a, a thing a, a thing that is is done with a, a lot of information. So, I mean, they they must have uh, a lot of information about Thiago Pinto so that at the end they they chose him because as you may know they 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 spoke with other uh, sporting directors uh, they spoke with jose boto uh, from shakhtar i think well there there were some some uh, some news that they talked with luis campus um there were some news that they talked with the german sporting director i don't remember the name so yeah, so uh, it, it, it means that they 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 um, they had a lot of information about the, those people. They spoke with a lot of people regarding those sporting directors. Uh, so I think that the choice that hey, they done, of course, you, you can make mistakes, but I think that the, the information that they seem to to get from from a person makes that the the choice um how can i say you have less probability of of making a mistake you know uh, of course uh, we don't know what is going to happen but uh, let's see things by by this way tiago pinto was uh, uh, i can say to you uh, that was one of the well one of the the, the is the main responsible i think so that Mourinho uh, is in Roma. I think that the approach was made uh, by, by of, of course, not only Thiago, also the, 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 the owners, but uh, Thiago had a, a huge role in approaching Mourinho, I think, in the day, or in, I think, even in the day that yeah, Mourinho he said, left Tottenham. Yeah, he said the, um, he, okay. he was sacked in the morning, and then... Uh, by afternoon, he was already talking with Thiago Pinto, with uh, yes, Dan yes. Yeah, they were uh, in well since that day in uh, talking about uh, talking about Roma. I know that there were some meetings uh, somewhere. Of course, everything really secret. Uh, but uh, the information that I have uh, is that uh, Thiago. Uh, had a huge and important role in signing Mourinho. So, if you want to see things this way, we don't know what's going to happen, but 
for a sporting director or a general director, I don't know the, the correct uh, exact uh, name, but for someone that he's having the first experience at at the, the biggest level in terms of of being the, the 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 main name in the transfer market and one of the first things that you do is to sign Mourinho uh well uh, you deserve the credit yes. you deserve the credit and you deserve you deserve, you deserve that people say well he starts uh, in a good way let's see what he can can do um but of course uh, it will depend what uh, uh, what happens next. Uh, of course, it's it's easier. Well, I don't know if it's easier or not to 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 be in a transfer market with with a lot of money. I think the best is to have contacts, is to know which player is the best for that team. Um, uh, and I think that Thiago learned with uh, with the best. Uh, in Portugal, with uh, with uh, Benfica, with Rui Costa, of course, uh, also the coaches were with uh, um, with he 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 worked with Rui Vitor, he worked uh, with George Jesus, that he's, he has a lot of experience, and now he's going to work Mourinho, with Mourinho, um, and also um, I think that we didn't speak about that, but I can speak about that in the in. Well, two minutes about the, the you spoke about George Mendes and the connection with with Mourinho. I believe, and it makes sense that you make that connection because George Mendes is uh, uh, Jose Mourinho's agent for uh, for for a long, long time, um, for a while. But um, and of course, I believe. I also believe that some deals that Roma. Uh, will will done uh, in the transfer market well it, it, they might have the the that connection with the, with the George Mendes but I, I don't know if it, it is necessary something bad you know because normally the best players are with George Mendes uh George Mendes opens uh, almost every door uh, and for example if you remember the first year of Mourinho in United Mourinho signed Pogba, uh, Mkhitaryan, and Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and they were they were all Mino Raiola, not George Mendes. So I think that one thing doesn't mean mean the other. You know, you understand me. Of course, George Mendes connection. Uh, well, George Mendes could suggest one, two, three players. I don't know. But the final choice is, is from Mourinho, from Thiago, from the owners. It will depend on the money, of course. Um, and of course, regarding and going back to Thiago, the possibility uh, possibility of working with uh, with George Mendes, that is an agent that uh, worked and still works with with Benfica. So, of course, he knows Thiago. He knows how he works. And and I I, I believe that. This connection, this uh, this contacts that 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 they have, uh, might be helpful for for Roma regarding the transfer market. Um, also, because and just to finish, I think that to play in Roma must be, of course, it's a good challenge to play in the Serie A, one of the best teams in Serie A. But I believe that it's um, a plus, an advantage 
when you speak to a player and say, well, you want to go to Roma, you are going to play uh, in Roma and you are going to be coached by Jose Mourinho. I think that, that might, you understand me? Yes, I absolutely. It makes I, a, yeah. a little bit of a difference for a player. Well, I'm going to work well with, I still think that he's one of the best coaches in the world. Uh, so I think that that also can make a difference in the approach of Roma in the transfer market. Well, I also have to ask to you about the imminent signing of Rui Patricio at Roma. Uh, you and I are recording this on uh, on Friday, so I have a very strong inclination based on uh, something that somebody from Gestafute, the agency that represents Mourinho, Patricio, what one of their individuals told me earlier this week, they they said that by the weekend it should be essentially all all in place for Patricio to come to Roma. Uh, for me, this has been very confusing to see some people criticizing this operation because I, I don't know how don't know how anybody can deny that Roma have had so many problems replacing Alisson, Chesne. For me, this is a very solid acquisition, and I, I think he he is exactly what Roma need at this moment. He's not the gamble. He's not a roll of the dice. He is not like the wheel of roulette where you just spin and you hope that you land on the right color. For me, this is exactly what Roma needs. No, no, I I agree with you. I think that, uh, of course, uh, Roma with, I think that Paul Lopez left to, to Marseille, right? You have uh, Robin Olsen, um, but, but I think it's, it's, it's obvious that, that uh, Roma needs uh, a good goalkeeper, a top goalkeeper. And I think that Rui Patricio is a top goalkeeper. Um, I, and I'm not saying this just because he's Portuguese and I am Portuguese. Um, I think that you need to see something. Um, for example, if you mentioned a world-class goalkeeper, but to get a world-class goalkeeper, you have to spend, what, 20, 30, 35 millions, I don't know. But who, who, who can, for example, it's possible Roma to sign Oblak from Atletico Madrid. I think it's impossible. It's possible to sign David De Gea from Manchester United, Courtois, um, Keller Navas. Um, you understand what my point of view it's 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 difficult to 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 have that that kind of players that 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 earn a lot of money and they they cost a lot of money i'm not seeing well of course donnarumma is going to psg but roma will not have the money enough to, to sign him uh, even for free but to pay his signature signature prize and his salaries so um, I, I could give you more one or two names, but the the, the point is, um, I think Rui Patricio. Uh, I think the, the deal is going to be what ten million. I don't know. I think yeah, ten million. Um, it's I think it's a, a normal value for 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 a goalkeeper that is the, the goalkeeper of the Portuguese national team. Still the European champions until Sunday, but well, Portugal is still the European champion. Yeah, um, uh, I think that people should remember what Rui Patricio done in the Euro 2016, also in the Euro this year 2020. Um, he made okay. I think that well, people are going to say well the, the goal that he suffered against Belgium. Okay, true, true. Uh, it's, the, the shot was not was was difficult. 
um, with the movement of, of the ball. But okay, I, I agree that he, he could have done better. But I think that is a really regular uh, goalkeeper uh, that uh, makes uh, good games. Of course, one mistake or another sometimes, but it happens to almost every, every goalkeeper. And like I said to you, um, for, for the price that, that the deal is going to be done, 10 million, I think that, well, I think it's, it's a really good choice from, um, from, uh, from Roma. Um, I think it, it would be really hard to find um, another goalkeeper uh, for that value or, or even less. And to have a goalkeeper uh, with the more expensive, well, of course, you, you have them. But does Roma have um, enough money to spend? Uh, because I believe that Roma needs a goalkeeper, but also needs uh, more players. So you cannot spend every, every, everything on, on the goalkeeper. I think that, okay, I, I understand the point of view of, of fans because fans sometimes think that they are playing uh, FIFA or football manager in the sense that uh, I want my club to sign, um, well, the perfect replacement for Allison is uh, uh, Oblak, of course, but come on, <laughs> Oblak could cost, I don't know, 15 or uh, 50 or 60 million, I don't know. Uh, so um, I think it's, and, and um, well, we can later you can invite me again to the podcast in six months, for example, and I could say uh, uh, something different. But at the time, I, I truly believe that Rui Patricio is a really good signing for, for Roma. Well, you, you are very knowledgeable. This has been fantastic. We will absolutely <laughs> do this thank again. You, I, I really do appreciate it. This has been great. Oh, thank you. Um, we will definitely be in touch and do this, do this sometime soon again. So thank you so much, David. John, thank you very much for uh, for the for having me. It's it's a pleasure, and uh, hopefully we can can do it again uh, during the um, the season to speak about Mourinho, Rui Patricio, and who knows, yes, more 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 Portuguese players. Let's see, one hundred percent, absolutely. John, thank you very much. Thank you to you, David. Everyone, that is where we will leave it for this episode. Of course, Andy and myself, we will be back later in the week with again heads and minds fully now on Roma. So thank you again for tuning in. We greatly, greatly appreciate your support and we will chat again in a few days. Until then, ciao. Everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.